0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Talks Over Cocktails podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. Here in Montreal, it's fall, it is getting really, really cold. I find it's getting really cold so fast that we're never able to enjoy fall here in Montreal, Canada. And honestly, like I've always said that my favorite season is summer because I'm a summer baby. I was born in June and I love everything about the heat, but I also love fall, but I just hate it because we can barely enjoy it here in Canada because it's like we have one month of fall and the next thing you know, winter's here. And it's like we, we even had snowfall predictions uh, coming. Like up more in the north, it literally started snowing already. And I was like so panicking this week that I was like, oh my God, I need to change my winter tires. I get like kind of somewhat anxious when it comes to these things because I hate being like not last minute because like we always know that Nairi is always last minute for everything. But um, when it comes to like technical and like important stuff, no, no, my tires need to be changed ASAP. So yesterday I was able to find an appointment thanks to my dad. This is like all through like Armenian connection um he was able to call like three of his friends um who work in garages and then finally the last one said yeah you could come like because he was like my daughter needs her tires changed like right now ASAP and he was like okay fine no problem just come in come in after five and I was like yeah perfect I go I pick up my tires from my uncle's house I bring them to the garage bada bing bada boom changed with my oil Um, and then bring it back to my uncles and voila, my winter tires are on. I am unfortunately set for winter that is shortly coming our way here in Montreal. Uh, But like I was saying, fall, I I really, really love the season of fall uh, just because I love everything pumpkin and when the leaves change colors, it's just so beautiful. And I love everything pumpkin and apple And speaking of pumpkin and apples, today's cocktail of the day is very special new cocktail from MTL Craft Cocktails. Um, It is all about fall and it is absolutely fantastic. So this is her new cocktail called the Drunken Pumpkin, which I absolutely love the name. Um, and it has a combination of apple, lemon, vanilla, maple, and some spiced pumpkin puree. So cheers to you guys! Um, cheers to a beautiful fall season that we've had so far, and cheers to this episode because it's gonna be a really fun one. I promise you guys. Mm. so good, so so good. It's honestly it's such a great cocktail. I love it. It's super fun, and it's so what I love about it is so different from every other cocktail that i've had um in my life and even in, throughout this podcast so far it's very very fall and it's so on trend and it's so on point with the season so for today's episode i have something really fun planned for all you curious minds because i get asked this question so many times in my life so many times like to the point that it's not even funny i get asked this question minimum like once a week and if it's not once a week it's like twice a month at least Um, and the way that this question is asked to me it, it comes in like such different ways and from different people some of them who I know and some of them who I don't know let's say through Instagram mostly it's about my lips my face whether it's authentic whether it's real or not, whether I've had surgery or whether I've had fillers and this and that. So I want to take this episode and make it a a fun, spicy one. Um, and I want to talk about all this. I want to talk about why I get asked, I guess, these questions all the time. And like, I guess, because it's so on trend right now. And I want to talk to you guys about this trend that I think I've noticed when it comes to fillers and botox and just aesthetic cosmetic surgeries that i know that a lot of people have done and so have i but i bet you guys won't know what i've done <laughs> but this episode i want to take the time to to reveal all these answers and all these juicy questions that i get and answer them for you guys to to get it fucking like out there and to be to to tell everyone once and for all my truth about the works that I have gotten done and the works that I have not gotten done. And yeah, basically the raw, real, and unfiltered about me, (laughs) about my physical appearance. (laughs) So the way I want to get started with this is that I want to talk about fillers and Botox. And like, because those are the two things that I feel like that are very on trend in 2020 right now. And the ones that are more easier to do rather than like really having a full-on rhinoplasty or a boob job or a butt lift and etc I mean obviously those things are in trend as well but um I think that there's more Botox and fillers that are being really that are really on trend right now in the market rather than the other things because it's a lot easier to get them done and that I think they're only getting sneakier and more natural looking by the minute so let's get right into it I'm not gonna pretend that Botox and fillers aren't appealing because honestly in my opinion they are I think it's always fun and it's always nice when you have a a nice lip plump or you don't have those frown 11 lines obviously it I think that Botox and fillers it's just some type of procedure that will temporarily make you look more youthful and appealing and by temporary i mean because it doesn't last when you do botox or fillers you need to do them every if i'm not mistaken fillers is every four months and so is botox but it all depends where you get them and how many units that you get so for those of you who don't know how botox and fillers work so at first i didn't know what the difference between fillers and botox was and I obviously did my research and I was able to find out what the major and key differences are. So it kind of goes hand in hand with the name. So the definition of a filler, of an injectable filler, is a soft tissue filler injected into the skin at a different depth to help fill in face, facial wrinkles, provide facial volume and augment facial features restoring a smoother appearance. Most of these wrinkle fillers are temporary because they are eventually absorbed by the body. And if I'm not mistaken, um, it's basically hyaluronic acid. So it's not anything bad for your skin at all. And eventually it's going to melt into your body. So that's why they say fillers don't last. And compared to Botox, which is completely different from what fillers are, because Botox is basically a substance that is injected into your skin that stops muscle movement and basically smooths out your skin. So, or completely diminishes all the lines that you have in your skin, Um, like fine lines, wrinkles. So when it, when it comes to like, old age, most people do Botox. Getting older, you want to look younger. So I think Botox mostly helps for that as when it comes to wrinkles and fine lines. But when it comes to fillers, fillers are is made to plump up your face to plump up your look. So most popular I would say right now on the market is lip fillers and Botox with like, which would be I think Botox for the forehead. Um, and I think there's a lot of misconception when it comes to both procedures. Um, I think that the number one misconception when it comes to Botox is that people think that they're gonna, that anyone who gets it will be left with like a frozen face and stuck like with like one expression. So that uh you do f- Botox in your forehead, oh uh, you're not going to be able to like, properly frown but that's not true like you could still frown but it's just not gonna like you're not gonna have those two lines that you have in your forehead or you're not gonna have those long lines that you have from across your forehead and basically it numbs the muscle movement like basically does not move and it stays intact but it does not give you like it does not necessarily give you a, a look that you're going to be frozen and that you can't move your face or you can't have proper facial expressions like i think that's the biggest myth that there is out there but obviously it's very important um, based on who you go to see which practitioner does the work for you uh, because basically the more risk, for, like the the most risk when it comes to getting Botox and fillers, it lies mostly with the practitioner rather than um, what the Botox is gonna do to you. These things obviously are not natural, but it's just products that do not they're not damaging to your body or your skin. It's it's basically gonna melt in it and it's it's totally fine. But like like I said, biggest risk lies with the practitioner. So if you don't trust the person who's touching your face and body um, then I wouldn't suggest for you to go there Um, it is very very important to find a certified expert with like let's say good word of mouth and excellent reviews um, friends and family that you know obviously who have been there pictures that you can see before and after and obviously like internet reviews I think they're the best um, because it's like really people who are telling you oh yeah I had a great experience with this person and then no I did not have a great experience with this person I think like I'm the biggest firm believer when it comes to the saying you pay for what you get for um so if you want to go and get cheap service chances are you're going to get a cheap outcome and you're going to get a cheap result I'm not saying that all practitioners who offer discounted prices when it comes to their procedures and surgeries and whatnot are going to give you a shitty ass job. But it happens. I've heard stories. I've seen it myself that um, sometimes when you decide to like, oh okay, this person is having a deal. Let me go. I mean, I, I'm going to save that extra $100 or $200 in my pocket. That's wonderful. And then something bad happens. Mm, not so good, you know, and I could even talk about my experience with all this because i'm sure all of you are very curious since i get asked the question so many times it's actually insane Mm. on that note i really needed a sip so i guess after me explaining to you guys what the difference of botox and fillers are let's get right into the questions that i get asked the most like this question is really funny because i get it asked in such different ways that, that's where I get like mind blown about it. And I was like, okay, I need to do an episode and talk about the 411 on the works that I have gotten then and the works that I have not gotten then. So the number one question that I get asked the most is are your lips real? But the funny part is I also get it asked in a different way that this is where it actually shocks me because I've had a lot of my friends ask me, Hey babe, where did you go get your lips done? It's not the question of like, oh, has she gotten her lips done or not? No, no. It's like, where did you go and get them done? And the answer to that question is no. I have never gotten my lips done. My lips are 100% real and I am so happy and proud to admit that. So I guess I was blessed with a nice cupid's bow, a nice teardrop and... I love my lips. Don't get me wrong though. I have of course thought about getting lip fillers. I've thought about it many times because obviously when someone sees me naturally and then when I do my makeup and full face, obviously my lips do not look the same because I overline my lips. I put a lot of lip liner. I, I've i done a lot of work in the sense of shopping for the right things that I would need to make my lips look more enhanced. And I think that's to each their own, you know, like I have absolutely nothing against lip fillers or Botox because I myself have thought about it so many times and cats out of the bag, I have gotten some fillers and Botox. <laughs> it's so crazy to admit it, <laughs> but I don't care. This is talks over cocktails. We're talking about all the real, raw, real and unfiltered together. So, we'll get into what I've done and what I have not done again. But when it comes to the lips, I have not done my lips. And but the thing is, I've invested a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of energy in the sense that I overline my lips, so I over enhance the look of my natural lips. And that's why I believe that people think I've gotten lip fillers, and that's why. People assume automatically that I've gotten it by asking me the question, hey babe, where did you get your lips done? I know that there's this like new treatment called lip blush and another treatment um, that's like with this hyaluronic acid that makes it plump up. Trust me, I've wanted to try all of these, but I'm just hesitant in the sense that personally i really like my natural lips i get complimented all the times for it and and i'm not here prying about my lips in any which way okay that's this is not what i'm trying to do at all you guys all know me i'm super genuine i'm super honest and i'm super chill so i'm not bragging about anything like that i think we're all very beautiful in each and every one of our own way but i have gotten some fillers and again i feel like no one would ever know about this because um everything that i've done i would say i've done it in in a very subtle and natural looking way that i wouldn't make people think or know that i've gotten these procedures so first first ever thing that i decided to do was a non-surgical rhinoplasty so what a, i'm going to explain to you guys what a non-surgical nose shop is but i want to first explain as to why i got it so for quite some time i would say like about maybe six or seven years i've been wanting to get a nose job. i've been wanting to get a rhinoplasty but of course i've been very scared about it and very skeptical because i'm someone who like over analyzes everything <laughs> and I feel like if I wouldn't like my nose it would be literally the end of the world and um, it's not that I have a big nose it's not that I have a horrible nose a lot of people tell me oh my god you have such a nice nose why why would you even want to get it done and whatever it's just a, a self-conscious thing for me I just want to fix the appearance a bit like let's say bring the tip more up And then bring um, my nose bridge, make it a bit more enhanced. However, the reasoning as to why I would want to do a rhinoplasty as well is because I do suffer from sinus issues. So for the past, give or take, again, I would say I've I've been looking into this for the past five, five to seven years, I would say. I've been suffering a lot from sinus infections. And when I was sixteen, I was suffering from tonsillitis, so a lot of tonsil, um, a lot of throat infections caused by my tonsils, and it turned out that I also had some adenoids in my nose, and that's what it was also causing um, some ear infection, and it was just because all three of them are connected, so it was just a whole big mess that we finally decided to remove my tonsils. Ever since I removed my tonsils, no more throat infections, everything has been smooth and running well however when it came the time to do the surgery of my tonsils we were supposed to do my adenoids as well however my doctor who did it back then thought that by the age of 21 my adenoids should be disappeared because i was i was still not an adult yet so he said through time that's gonna go it should go away if it doesn't, and if it does give you extra problems, then we'll come. you'll come see if you're gonna remove it or not. As time went by, I started getting sinus infections, and I would I get them really bad until this day that I suffer a lot from it. So when it comes to my sinuses, I mostly get four or five sinus infections per year. It, it, it doesn't obviously just happen naturally like that. It's not because only of my adenoids. Because of the fact that I noticed that I was getting them so often, I was like, I just told my mom, like, I I can't handle this anymore. Like, I can't be washing my sinuses every single day. This is not normal. This is not life. And just speaking right now, made me say, you see, I'm told I always suffer from sinus issues. Um, sorry about that. So basically, every time I, ha- I would get a sinus infections, I would have to rinse my sinuses. I would have to basically boil water. Make it go into like regular room temperature, mix some saline solution in it, pour it in like a little pump, and then basically pump this fucking water of saline solution water into my let like let's say I would pump it into my right nostril for the water to come down from the left and vice versa. And honestly, it's the worst experience and the worst feeling ever when you cannot breathe from your two nostrils. and I have sprays that I have to spray into my nose um, that have cortisone in it and it's just it also becomes addicting these things because like you're like oh I can finally breathe again and it's such a great feeling but it's also not good for you it's not good for your health and I literally looked at my mom and I said I can't do this anymore like it's been five years I'm suffering from this there has to be a cause and there has to be a reason and I'm not gonna just be like oh it's gonna go naturally away But obviously I don't make my situation better because I love to sleep in a very hot and uh, dry room. So when winter comes, I tend to open the heating a lot in my room and I basically like suffer from breathing and I have sleep apnea where I have to wake up in the middle of the night because I can't breathe. So obviously I don't help my situation, right? So anyways, about my nose problems. What I came to say about that is that finally I went to do some tests. I went to see an ENT specialist, which is an ear, nose, and throat specialist. And basically they shoved this fucking camera up my nostrils to see that um, I have a deviated septum. So what a deviated septum is, is basically like some kind of a blockage between um, one of my nostrils, where I can breathe from one, but I can't really breathe from the other so like my like let's say for i don't breathe equally from both nostrils i breathe like more for on from one nostril than the other and that itself in order to fix that whole situation which will help me avoid getting sinus infections is to fix that deviated septum and remove the adenoids but basically i've been on a two-year wait list at one of the hops at one of the hospitals here in montreal to get that surgery done However, apparently when it comes to any surgery that you do to your nose, so whether it's like a rhinoplasty like cosmetic surgery or whether it's from the interior, it is the most painful surgery that you will ever do in your life. So in my head, I'm like, okay then, if I'm gonna remove this deviated septum and I'm gonna fix this issue in order for me to be able to breathe from both nostrils properly, and if I'm gonna go under the knife, then I'm gonna go under the knife once. So might as well get a rhino at the same time. There's a lot that I know that I've that I've done my research and whatnot who specialize in people who suffer from deviated septums. So they basically do it both at the same time. The good part about this is that if you're doing the surgery of the deviated septum, that portion of the cost is covered by the government because it's a health, it's a health issue. However, obviously the cosmetic side isn't. So basically, that's like the long story short version of my nose issues. So because I've had this whole uh, deviated septum problem and I've been saying like, you know what, I want to get my nose job. I want to get my nose done as well. Let me do it all at once. However, like I've been on this wait list for so long right now that I've honestly starting to give up slowly and slowly. And then I saw a few people who had done a liquid rhinoplasty. So it's called a non, there's a lot of names to it. So a non-surgical rhino. So basically what it is, is that you're fixing the shape of the exterior shape of your nose with fillers. And I know it sounds super weird because fillers, like I said, it basically fills up your face. It augments the look of your face. A lot of people, when I told them like, oh, I got fillers in my nose, They said, oh, but doesn't that make your nose look bigger? Honestly, like the way that like the appearance looks, no, it doesn't because my bone in the center was like more down. So basically what she did is just she filled it up with fillers and made the line straight and put a bit of filler at the tip of the nose, to bring it a bit more up. Am I 100% satisfied with the results? Yes and no. Because it's results that fade, I did it like about give or take a few months ago Um, personally i think that the results have faded a lot and it barely even shows so it's a bit disappointing when it comes to that initially when i did it i liked it i did bruise a lot actually um, on top like right below my my forehead Um, and that really made me like worried and that's why it's like very very important also to go and see the right person when you're getting um, any type of filler or Botox. Will I do it again? Probably not because of the fact that I see that results don't last. And not only that, but because of the fact that I have to get this deviated septum surgery done. So in my head, it's like, I might as well just do a rhino instead and it'll make me a lot happier um, that I have the interior of my nose fixed and the exterior moving on <laughs> the next type of filler that i've gotten drum roll <laughs> i've gotten chin fillers again i'm sure none of you guys would have guessed but yeah i got my i got fillers in my chin so i basically did both the nose and the chin at the same time because like i was explaining before the way that um fillers are sold is by cc so one full cc is honestly usually people use one full cc for their lips both top and bottom depending if like um depending on the look that you want obviously and what we did with my fillers is that we basically took half a cc um into my nose and then we put the rest of the half into my chin why did i decide to do my chin so i don't know if you guys know a lot of people like they, they call this type of chin like the butt chin well i call it the butt chin i don't know i think people, other people call it the butt chin so you basically have like a little line in the middle of your chin and i absolutely hated it some people like it some people don't honestly it just It's something that has bothered me a lot in my life where I said I really, if I could fix it with like a minor filler, I would, I would do it any day. And I think I'm very happy that I did it. I think it's something if I, if I do notice that the line is coming back once the fillers fade, um, I think I will definitely do it again. Obviously I will not need a lot because I already have, let's say the fillers inside and I would just, let's say, enhance it a bit. Um, But I'm very, very happy I've done that. Again, all of the things that I've done are very subtle and very natural. Um, I think that when it comes to these procedures, I've seen it personally, like with my own eyes, that it does get to people's heads. And that's the scary part of it, I think, of it all. Because once you start, a lot of people say that you can't stop. But that depends on who you are. If you have self-control you will be able to stop. Like I only did my nose and I did my chin. Obviously, I want to get lip fillers or other fillers or whatever, but I'm not. Like I I know I'm being realistic with myself. I don't want to look like a baboon. Um, I want to keep my face looking as natural as possible even though it's not natural anymore. Like in the sense of like having these fillers. But again, I want to keep... Ha- I want to keep having that natural look and look like Nairi. I don't want to look like something else. I don't want to look like Kylie Jenner. I don't want to look like Kim Kardashian. Obviously they're broads, they're beautiful and whatnot. And obviously like they're type of influencers where we get influenced by and we look at, and I think that's what has made like this whole social media influence on us girls nowadays who want to look like someone that they're actually not, who want to look like someone else that to their eyes are perfect. Physically, listen. I again, I'm all for fillers and Botox and injections and cosmetic surgeries, boob jobs, nose jobs, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But in the sense that try to stay as natural looking as possible, I think that's my number one advice when it comes to these things and what I keep telling myself, even because I'm Nairi. This is how God made me. This is how my parents made me. This is how I should stay and respect myself looking this way. However, if something is really, really, really bothering you, then 100% I say go for it and do it. Like, I've had a friend who did her nose. It was bothering her a lot. Some people just need that. Obviously, I want to get my boobs done. Like, I'm a fucking 32B cup or like not even, maybe like an A even or like a 34A. Yeah, 34A is equal to 32B. I'm between those. So like, hello, you know my cup size. Anyways... (laughs) So obviously I wanted to get my boobs done, but again, that's another fucking like $13,000, I think. And um, most of the times you need to maintain it. I believe you have to go back every 10 years and then replace them because you can't have those forever. Um, However, it's very expensive. It's it's a lot of high maintenance. All these things are very high maintenance. So if you're going to do it, you need to really be committed and prepared for it. But now let's move on to more like Botox conversation. So again, a lot of misconception when it comes to Botox where people think that it's going to freeze their face. I'm 24 and yes, I've gotten Botox. It's my first time that I've done it. And again, like like I said before, all these procedures are getting sneakier and more natural looking. So, Because I want to know how many of you would have ever thought that I've gotten Botox. The answer is none. So (laughs) I have been suffering from this issue where... I frown a lot. I frown constantly, especially when I drive and I have the sun to my face, sunglasses or no sunglasses, visor or no visor, I frown like an angry bitch. And I also frown (laughs) because I have a resting bitch face 24 seven. So I'm always fucking frowning. And all this came to me is when I would go out and people would be like, are you mad? Let's say I'm just waiting in line to get in or like I'm waiting, in line to sit at the restaurant or whatever the fuck i'm waiting in line or just normal i'm just there standing people look at me are you mad are you okay and i'm like yeah i'm totally fine like why and i was like oh because you seem like you're frowning and then i'm just like no i'm not and then my friend's like yeah you are frowning and i was like holy fuck it's like i would do it so much that i would not feel it it's so funny because when i went to toronto this past summer We were waiting outside for our table and I'm super excited to have dinner here and whatever. We're waiting five minutes, it's beautiful outside, it's not cold and we're chilling, like everyone's outside. And the guy looks at me like, are you mad at something? And I'm just like, no. And I'm like, sorry, I just have a resting bitch face. Like, what the fuck do you want me to say? And then I realized that throughout time, I noticed that when I would wear makeup, I would notice that I have a huge line in the middle of my forehead like two lines and that's why they call it the 11 lines right between your eyebrows basically so i was like oh my god i need to fucking fix that it was something that was bothering me a lot and i know that a lot of people say that you should not be getting botox under the age of 30 but it's false people who turn 30 are sometimes oh shit i should have done it earlier because what happens through time our skin sags and it ages so If you want to keep that youthful look and if you want to maintain and have that youthful appearance, then you need to start taking care of it from a young age. So that's why we put night cream, that's why we put under eye creams, that's why we put serums to make our skin feel and look better. But obviously, sometimes all of those things don't help. Some people are more blessed than others. But me personally, I didn't do it because, oh my God, I'm getting old. My age, my skin is sagging. My skin is getting old. No, it's not because of that. It's because I frown a lot. And by frowning, I would get a lot of migraine and headaches. And Botox is also actually known to help People who suffer from migraines and headaches. To me, I think that was like the best option for me to do. And so I got 20 units of Botox um, in my forehead where the 11 lines are. So right between my eyebrows. Right now, if you would ask me to frown, I can frown. But it won't go in as deep as it normally would have. It doesn't cause any lines in the middle. So to be honest, out of all the three things that I've done, Botox was my number one and favorite thing that I did. It helped me with my migraines. It doesn't make me look like I have a resting bitch face anymore. I, even when I drive right now, I notice that I frown a lot less than I used to before. So I think overall, that's like the procedure that I would continue doing mostly with my chin also maybe if I see that it really again bothers me or not. Um, but besides that, to give you guys again a small recap, no lip fillers for an irie only um the non-surgical nose fillers the chin fillers and a little bit of botox on the forehead and that's about it so who knows maybe one day in an episode i will say oh my god i got my lips done like my number one advice when it comes to all this is if you want to do something and if it's going to make you happy if it's going to make you feel better then do it but also know that you are beautiful naturally the way that God has made you. Always remember that and don't second guess about it. Again, if it bothers you, do it. Do your homework. It's very, very important. Be thorough about it. Uh, Don't be shy to go to a few clinics. Um, A lot of places, some of them do free consultations, some of them don't. But don't be shy to go and visit a few clinics and see and feel what the nurse or the doctor has to say and and look at their work um look at the reviews of what they have done but always remember before doing any of this you are beautiful you are naturally beautiful god has made you to be a beautiful human being and enjoy and embrace that beauty of yours. And yeah, so basically that's about it for this episode. So thank you guys all so much for taking the time to listen to my 411 about the raw, real, and unfiltered about fillers and Botox and everything else. So thank you again to Ashley at MTL Craft Cocktails for this amazing Drunken Pumpkin cocktail. It was so perfect for fall, it fit right into the season, and it was honestly very delicious thank you guys again so much for taking the time to listen to this episode i wish you guys a wonderful day a wonderful rest of your week and i will definitely be chatting with you guys again next month cheers